That's your desire tonight, to be like Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And I want to be like Jesus. Amen. The chiefest desire of my heart. Every time I pray, oh God, make me more like you. Yeah, amen. amen. I'm so thankful for the Holy Ghost tonight, for the dealings of the Holy Ghost. You know, as, as, I, as I dig in the Word to, to have something to say, God just deals with me more than He's ever had. It's just really bringing this home to me. And, you know, I just want to share my heart tonight with God has been really just dealing with me about. Amen. Amen. Uh, if you would turn your Bibles to uh, Proverbs chapter 6. And I was reading a few weeks ago and this kind of just jumped off the page and and I've been meditating on this scripture uh, Proverbs 6 and, and verse 6 Amen it says go to the ant thou sluggard consider her ways and be wise which having no God overseer or ruler provideth her meat in the summer and gathereth her food in the harvest how long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? When wilt thou arise out of thy sleep? Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thy want as an armed man. Amen. Let's pray. Oh, Jesus, I do come before you today, God. I do plead, God, the blood of Jesus Christ. God, upon every word, God, oh, that you would speak, God, that, you, that I would be as a flame of fire, God, anointed by the Holy Ghost, God, fueled by that fire of God. Oh, God, give me liberty and unction. Oh, God, help me to speak as your oracles. Give us ears to hear your word in Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible says, go to the ant, consider, be wise, receive instruction. Which having no guide, overseer, or ruler, provideth her meat in the summer, and gathereth her food in the harvest. Amen. Do we have our authority constantly begging us to pray and begging us to seek God? To read our Bibles, to study and show ourselves approved unto God, as the Bible says, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. Or do we consider the spiritual examples 
who because they had a hunger for God, locked themselves away to seek God, to get a hold of God, to have a revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ that they might have to give to us and to those that follow after them. Do we consider that ant that having no God, taking spiritual responsibility for itself? Amen. That's the topic I want to preach on tonight is just taking spiritual responsibility. You know, God's just been dealing with me uh, just throughout the lines of of taking spiritual responsibility, taking steps to to further myself, to to walk closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. And Brother Brady, he gave an exhortation one Thursday night. And he, he, he made that statement about taking spiritual responsibility. And that just really stuck with me. And, and God's just been dealing with my heart on this subject. Amen. Do we, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the Word of God that we may grow thereby? And my friend, the normal Christian life is a life of growth. Every day, walking closer and closer with the Lord Jesus Christ. My friend, if you're not doing that, you're not growing. And, and, you know, if you can't look back six months and say, I'm a different person from what I was six months ago. I I, I know Jesus Christ more. I have a closer relationship with Jesus and His Word. My friend, something is dead wrong with you. And you need to wake up out of your sleep and out of your slumber. Oh, examine ourselves. Are we growing in the Lord Jesus Christ? Amen. This is a sign that you are not taking spiritual responsibility and ultimately you are asleep in the Spirit. As it says in Proverbs chapter 24, I went by the field of the slothful and by the the vineyard of the man void of understanding and lo, I looked and, and says, And lo, it was grown over with thorns, and nettles had covered the face thereof, and the stone wall was broken down, as Brother Jordan preached uh, the other Tuesday night. Then I saw, he said, and I considered it. I looked upon it, and I received instruction Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth in thy want as an armed man. You know, when I first read that in, in chapter 6, and when it said that, I, I, my, my mind quickly went to uh, Jordan's message when he preached out of uh, Proverbs 24. And I, I looked at those two scriptures uh, Yet a little sleep, and then uh, the, the next verse, and word for word, they're the exact same. Every, just word for word. And, you know, I took that. God, God means something when He says something twice like that. Because it only takes a little sleep. It only takes a little bit of slumber. A little bit of folding of that hands to sleep. And your poverty comes as one that traveleth in thy want. 
as an armed man, then you know the devil tells you, you don't have to pray as much. You can lay down a little bit. You don't have to seek God as fervently. You don't have to spend that much time in the Word of God, and you begin to grow spiritually lazy and insensitive to the Spirit of God. Oh, it's such a danger, such a danger to grow insensitive to the Spirit of God. Oh, you know, we look at those who've been sifted, Jeremiah, Sarah, and just all those. Just, you know, the reason, the reason that took place is because they allowed a little sleep. They, they just laid a little bit down. They laid, gave up the fight, and they went to sleep in the Spirit. And the time came when the, their stone wall was broken down and their vineyard was covered over with nettles and thorns and the devil came in like a flood and took them out of the kingdom of God. Right. Oh, be careful. Consider thyself, the Bible says, lest thou also be right. tempted. Be sober, be vigilant, the Bible says. For the devil, your adversary, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Oh, my friend, if you are asleep, if you are passive, you are not being sober. You are not being vigilant. But instead, you are giving place to the devil. Like the Bible says, give no place to the devil. Oh, what a danger. He's walking about like a roaring lion. He's got his sights on you. His crosshairs on you. And if you do not wake up and truly seek the face of God and cry out like Joshua said the other Tuesday night, you will perish. Oh, and it will be a terrible time. An awful thing. Oh, when that stone wall is broken down, the devil can come over like a flood. And nothing to stop them then when you travel and you're not armed with the Word of God and a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, the Bible says, He that being often reproved and hardened in his neck shall suddenly be destroyed, and that which without remedy. Therefore, the Bible says, His calamity shall come suddenly. Suddenly shall he be broken without remedy. Oh, and the reason for all this is just a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to to sleep. Oh, just back off of your prayer life a little. Oh, you you don't have to... Forgive me. There's nothing that can build that wall of protection than time with Jesus Christ and His Word. You know, Dwight Pate, I was listening to a message... Uh, it's hard to stumble when you're on your knees. Oh, that's, that's a good yes, message. It'll fire me up. And I was, I was in a crepe myrtle trimming it. And uh, he just made a statement. He said, he said, neology is better than theology. And I want you to know tonight that you can know all the truth. You can know the Bible from top to bottom. You can know all your theology in and out from cover to cover. But if you don't know your neology, my friends, you are spiritually vulnerable. And you're in a very dangerous place. Amen. We need to get some neology, some time with Jesus Christ, 
some quality time, not just a little five minutes in yes, the morning, sir. and think you're going to face the devil for the rest of the day. Oh, God, you're not going to make it like that, friend. No, sir. Oh, every time you neglect, every time I've neglected that time with the Lord Jesus Christ, my friend, I find myself as one that traveleth and my one as an armed man disarmed of the Word of God and of His Spirit and of a sensitivity to His Word. Amen. Oh, what a dangerous thing. Oh, the Bible says thy word. David said, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against Thee. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Oh, the law is light. And the word is life, the Bible says. Oh, the Bible says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate both day and night. And the Bible says he shall be like a tree planted by rivers of living water. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Amen. Oh, yes, to be armed with the Word of God, to be armed with His presence, with His Spirit. Oh, uh, you know, I was listening to a message by, by Keith Daniels the other day, and uh, he was just talking about how important the Word of God is and uh, to, the, to the Christian life and how we cannot make it unless we're digging and memorizing and soaking ourselves in that Word. You know, he said the, the best piece of advice that his father gave him his dad, he got, he got born again nine years before he died. And he said he read his Bible through 69 times in nine years. What a hunger for God. What a zeal for God. That man was eaten up to know the Lord Jesus Christ. And I was so convicted. Oh, and troubled. How, many, how much time do I spend in the Word of God? How much time do I give into knowing the Lord Jesus Christ? Oh, he said the best piece of advice that he ever got was from his dad. He said, Keith, he said, as much time as you soak yourself, as much as you soak yourself in that word, you will learn to hate the evil and to choose the good. And so so much so that the devil, he cannot touch you. He cannot tempt you because you will love the Lord Jesus Christ and because His word will abide in you. As John said, I write unto you young men because... Ye are strong, and the word of God abideth in you, and ye have overcome the wicked one. Oh, hallelujah. Much as you soak yourself in that word, spend time in that word, oh, the devil cannot touch you. You will be alert. You know, I was meditating, uh, just on the Word of God. And, and uh, I was thinking about that scripture when Jesus told His disciples uh, that uh, when He sent the Comforter, when He sent His Spirit, that He would bring to remembrance every word that He had spoken unto them. And my friend, I want you to know tonight that if you are not soaking yourself in the Word of God, if you are not spending time in the Word of God, 
then, then he cannot bring to remembrance right. that word. Right. You know, he can only bring to remembrance what you have hid in your heart. You know, when the devil comes and he tempts you with evil, when he brings up just it brings up a wicked thought and immediately the word of God comes in up in your mind take, casting down all imaginations and every thought that would exalt itself above the knowledge of God taking every thought captive unto the obedience of the Lord Jesus Christ oh and he starts to bring to remembrance that word that you've hid in your heart Every time you're tempted, immediately the Spirit of God starts to bring up that word because ye have hid it in your heart. Oh, and because, and because you have hid it in your heart, you will be able to overcome. As John said, you will overcome because the word of God abided in you. Oh, every time you come to pray, Come to the house of God and you're struggling and you know can't get can't get a hold of God and you're just fighting the devil, every demon in hell on your shoulders. Well, I tell you something I begin to do. I just start to quote the word of God. I start to quote every promise that he's given me. Seek and you shall find, seek my face and ye shall find me. Oh, and it's a promise that he's given. If we would stir ourselves to seek his face, we will find him. Oh, but what a warning. If we do not do that, our poverty will come. We will be as one that traveleth in our want, as an armed man. On the job and in the community, you know, on day-to-day life. I want you to know, friend, that people are watching you. People are watching me. And if we are not sensitive to the Spirit of God, we will be like that man that traveleth. And we will not be armed with His Spirit. We'll be insensitive and we'll bring a reproach on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, uh, we went to preach at that Mardi Gras parade. And uh, we think, you know, Baton Rouge is such a big city. Nobody would know, see us there, really know us. But, you know, the next week I went to Plantech. And uh, I interact with those people a good bit when we load stuff up and we're there pretty often. And uh, one of the young men that I knew, he came up to me and he said, I saw you out there at that Mardi Gras parade. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, I began to preach to him and to share the word of God with him. And uh, he was actually on one of the floats. But I got in the truck and, you know, the Spirit of God began to deal with me. You know, if, if you are not sensitive to my spirit, somebody like that will see you do something stupid and then see you... Uh, proclaim the Lord Jesus Christ Come and it will bring a reproach on my uh, name and you right. will bring a stumbling block and yeah. blood will be on your hands because right. you are not sensitive to the Spirit of God right. because you let a little sleep and a little slumber oh. because you let that thing down right. just a little bit and the devil was able to use you to bring a stumbling right. block on a sinner. Out there in that community, they know exactly who you oh, are. Yes, every oh. word that you say, every move that you make, yeah. they're watching they're watching to see what you do. Oh, we should be careful. We need to soak ourselves in the Word of God and spend some time with the Lord Amen. Jesus Christ. Because only then can we be armed with His Word. When a man is spiritually lazy, he will not have to give. 
to sinners, to those in need, as the Bible says, but rather let him labor with his hands, working that thing which is good that he might have to give to him that needed. Well, that we would not bring, cast a stumbling block or have blood on our hands. But, uh, you know, Thursday night I was, I was preparing and meditating and, you know, this scripture came up to my mind and, oh, it just nourished my soul. It says in Proverbs, Love not sleep, lest thou come to poverty. Open up thine eyes, and thou shalt be satisfied with bread. And I'm here to testify tonight that time and time again, I have opened up my eyes. I have opened up my eyes, and I have been satisfied with the bread of the Lord Jesus Christ and His presence and His Word and His Spirit. I have been satisfied, and He's made a promise that if you will love not sleep, but open up your eyes, you will be satisfied with the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Isaiah, Awake, arise. Awake, put on strength. Awake, thou that sleepest, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you life. And I'm here to tell you tonight that if you will shake yourself and stir yourself to seek God, my friend, He's made a promise that He will answer you and that He will turn no man away that cometh unto Him. For the Bible says He giveth more grace. Wherefore God resisteth the proud, but He giveth grace unto the humble. Wherefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Be afflicted and mourn. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Oh, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, and He shall lift you up. He shall make you like a tree planted by rivers of living water. If you draw nigh unto Him, He will draw nigh unto you. And through fellowship with Him, and through fellowship with His Word, you will be able to overcome sin. You will be able to overcome this world. You will be able to hate the evil, and to choose the good, and be full of the Spirit of God. Oh, I'm so thankful for the Word of God. And I've just been so convicted. You know, just... Just that message I heard by Keith Daniel just shook me. Oh, just he talked about this young man. He's, you know, only 15 years old. And he was reading the Bible through like five times in a, in a, in a few months. And, and by the time he was 17, it was said of that young man that he had more of an impact on the community than anybody, than any other Christian, any in the, the pastor, the deacons, because he was so soaked in that word, yeah. so in tune with the Spirit of God. Oh, and I'm so convicted. I'm just thinking, I'm, I'm 18 years old and I haven't read the Bible through five times straight just from cover to cover even though I've read a lot. And just, oh, that, that, that hunger that needs to be there. Oh, God, show me how much I need you that in your light I would see light Amen. and I would be illuminated. Amen. Oh, and just draw me, oh God, unto yourself. It's a cry of my heart. Oh, that we would stir ourselves. My friend, he's made a promise. Oh, that God be true and every man a liar. Keith Daniels always says, God promised or God lied. He said, you shall find him if you seek him. But he said, you also shall be destroyed if you neglect him. 
you shall. It's no, there's no mites or maybes in the Bible. It's always you shall. This will happen. It's a promise that God made. He promised or he lied. And my friend, I'm here to tell you that he didn't lie. Whatsoever he said shall be and will be. Amen. Mike, you can come up and explain it all better than I can. Lord, amen. Yeah. The Bible does say in Hebrews chapter 2, therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. You know, the devil is constantly, and all of us know this, and all of us know this by experience. And it's not enough just to know it intellectually. But the devil is constantly, he's seeking to find a place, just one little area that and he can find a place to get in anywhere at all he can eventually destroy you that's right and won't hear what god has to say to us that's why the holy ghost says these things over and over again and he's constantly warning us and you know you you know we you think you listen but it's good the bible says examine yourself that's right to see what you mean right because a lot of times you'll think you're here, but if you really begin to see God, God will put his finger on something in you. That's just not quite right. And that's enough right there. Well, that, oh, well, it ain't sin or it's not, you know, it's just I don't see, I don't have to see it perfect. But if you don't see it perfectly, eventually that will lead to this and that will lead to that. And then the devil will have a place to destroy you. We also get the more earnest heed. You know, a man's never more at his purest. He's never more satisfied. He's never more a man that God has called him to be than when he has his eyes fixed on Jesus. That's right. When he has his heart and his gaze just looking into the holiness and the purity of Jesus. Now, let me tell you, friend, there's only one way to stay there, and that's to be. And if you don't get in the presence of God, you listen to me, friend. You think you can survive this by just knowing it up here. But you can't do it, friend. You can know everything right here. You'll be destroyed. If you don't get in God's presence and behold him. And the only aim of the devil, it ain't to make you go commit adultery and Jack Daniels tomorrow. I'll tell you what his aim is. His aim is just to get you to take your eyes off of him. I get it on something just that. That's all it is. If he can do that to you, he's won the battle. It's just a matter of time before you're in hell. And that's why God's so love. It's really mercy. It's love and it's mercy that Jesus continually. We hear the same thing every service, every young men's meeting, every Thursday night, every Sunday morning. It's the mercy and the love of the Lord Jesus who is continuing to say, look at me. Look at me. Yes. Come away with me. Come to me, my bride. Come to me. Spend time with me. Because if you don't, you're going to end up being destroyed. Yeah. I'm thankful Amen. for the word of the Lord. Amen. Thankful for God dealing with our hearts. Amen. And I want to have ears to hear. And I want to have eyes to see. Amen. 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 Let's stand here tonight. And I ask Brother Samuel.
hearts, Lord, receive your word, Lord, and embrace it and allow God to change us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to spend time, Lord, in, in, in your presence, Lord, seeking you, drawing near unto you. We pray that you would make us like Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. We'll see you tomorrow night, Lord willing.